0: Good day and welcome to another episode of the International News Desk. whether you're tuning in on SNL24.com forward slash SoccerLaduma, Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Google Play, welcome to the show. I am, of course, your host, Sean Roberts, but I'm joined by Kamogelo Motetswane. How are you, my friend, yet again?
1: Thank you so much for having me on the show, Sean. I appreciate it. I am getting better. Uh, so yes. that's the most important thing. <laughs> How are you doing?
0: I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad you're getting better. I'm glad you've joined us. Um, quite a bit to get to through to today, Kamal. Um, I, I guess let's just go straight into it. Let's just, again, touch on another ludicrous contract in Saudi. Um, you know, there's contrasting reports in terms of what Neymar's, uh, you know, I mean, a 25-room mansion, three saunas and nine cars, his outrageous demands in order to join Al-Hilal um it's but three hundred and fifty million dollar two year contract it's outrageous
1: yeah sean it's it's crazy it's crazy the money that you know Saudi are able to throw at these players and but I guess it, it's 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 what it takes, especially when you speak about somebody like Neymar, you know he's very much still in the top echelon of players in the world, and I'm guessing because his Situation at PSG didn't allow for many European clubs to to be able to to keep him in Europe. Um, Saudi Arabia seemed like the only viable option for him. To go as far as making money is concerned, and to be honest, I can't blame it. Especially like when you consider the stuff that he's getting or reportedly getting. You know the cars, the the the, 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 the supercars, the, the 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 Lamborghinis, the, the twenty-five bedroom houses, the twenty-four <laughs> hour drivers, the private planes. You know the, the the bonuses. Like it's it's so crazy on top of the the already ridiculous salary that he's getting. So yeah, um, it's it's it's. It's. They're well within their rights to offer him and he's well within his rights to accept it. I I don't think any sane human being would, and not insane human being, you'd have to be insane not to, to, you know, um, accept such an offer. But yeah, it's quite crazy. It's a shame that he's leaving Europe, but I think he'll be back soon. I think he'll be back soon. Um, Yeah, it's just a matter of just seeing out these next two years in Saudi Arabia and yeah. We'll see well, Nemo in the European league soon enough.
0: Yeah, that, that was my next question. So, do you believe he'll be back soon?
1: Yeah, yeah. I actually, I honestly do because mm. I've, uh, according to reports, like um, he still has ambitions. He still harbors ambitions of winning the World Cup. You know, it's the one trophy that I think that is missing from his trophy cabinet, and the one trophy that will solidify his legacy. Amongst the 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 greats, especially in his country, mm-hmm. so for him, I think it will be imperative that he gets one more crack at the World Cup. Uh, when it goes to America, he'll be 34, and because I don't really think yes, a lot of what Neymar does on the pitch is, is is predicated on pace, but I think he's intelligent enough and 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 good enough to 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 utilize his. His other skills, in order to still be one of the best in the world, and when when the World Cup comes around in 2026, I think he'll he'll still be among the best. If yeah, among the best. I know he probably won't be uh, among the likes of Erling Haaland and Mbappe, but he'll yeah. still be regarded as, as as a good player. You know,
0: Not a great player, absolutely. And and don't forget, we've just mentioned 351 million two-year contracts. And don't forget, Ronaldo is still earning $225 million per season with El Nasser, which is... <laughs> I, I, for, I forgot about that one. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely madness. Let, let, let's move on to... Let's go back to the Premier League where most of the show is, is, is potentially based. But Mason Greenwood... Um, yeah, what's going on there, Kamal? Um, United released a statement after the CEO has claimed that he is going to return United what's the latest
1: yeah it, it seems like uh, we're going to be seeing Mason Greenwood in the Manchester United shirt uh, soon enough and you know uh, it's it's quite unfortunate because it just it speaks to like it, it doesn't set a good example for for the people watching you know like you know people we need to hold everybody accountable and I know in the eyes of the law he, he didn't do anything wrong but in the eyes of the the, the public opinion uh we we all heard the, the the recordings. We all saw the video footage. Um, yeah, it was it was quite damning. And yeah, it's 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 sad to to see that Manchester United are going to welcome him back. Um, but I guess yeah, these football clubs they're in the business of of winning football games. And for as much as Mason Greenwood is very very has has done some questionable things, mm. um, well, one thing you can't argue is that he's he's a very talented footballer and he's going to get you goals so manchester united are probably looking at it from that perspective but it's just a shame that you know we're prioritizing the 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 the, the business side of it as opposed to to the mor- morality of the situation um they're going to this is football there there the are world class footballers that that come up every generation and mm. it's just a shame that for the time being we're just going to you know sweep the situation under the carpet and yeah get him back in premier league football so,
0: so has that been 100% confirmed That he will be returning No 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 no,
1: Not 100% confirmed But mm. it, Judging by the statement It seems like They're leaning towards Making that decision Because in my opinion I think if they were Going to Let go of him They would have done So a long time ago Yeah um, Obviously they would They don't want to deal With the the, the PR nightmare that, that is having to Get rid of a player Especially when He wasn't found guilty In the In the in like sure. in, in legislative terms You know what I'm saying Like in the actual mm. court So, yeah, it's not not officially confirmed, but if I had to put my money on it, uh, Richard Arnold will definitely be announcing the reintegration of Mason Greenwood into Manchester United soon enough.
0: Sure, let's see what happens to world football in terms of their response to that. Um, Let's move on to the games that were played over the weekend. Come on, if I may. Um, Convincing win for Man City, I think it's fair to say. Um, You know, a bit of concern with De Bruyne going off early, Good win for Arsenal at home. Um, suckers goal, breathtaking. Um, yeah, let's just start with City, I guess. Uh, just a quick 30 second, I guess, away from home. Another clean sheet. I guess what we expected from the ex-champions, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Definitely, I'm sure you're very happy with that performance. I, yes. I'm just, honestly, you know, you think... Haaland, he scored like fifty something goals last season. You think like you know you've seen it all, but then he he goes and does. He scores a brace in the opening, you know, Premier League game, and he just picks up right where he left off. So yeah, mm-hmm. just those goals like they they prove this instinct and his just awareness of where to be in that box. And it was just amazing to see. You know, I'm very impressed with his performance. Very impressed with Rodri. Um, he's it seems like he's elevating on season season by season basis. So yeah, yeah. I think they helped. They, they got helped quite a bit by Burnley. Burnley's insistence of, of trying to actually play against Manchester City but yeah it was it was vintage Highland vintage uh, uh, Guardiola side it's a shame mm. that KDB is going to be out for a bit mm. um, yeah I think that might be a big big blow uh, but yeah for the time being I think they're in good stead
0: yeah agreed uh, Arsenal uh, you know 2-1 people might say it's not too convincing but it, I think it was a convincing one.
1: yeah yeah I mean apart from those last couple of minutes mm. uh, when Motzinger Forest scored that that, that, that their first goal um, I think for the most part Arsenal seemed a bit comfortable you know uh, the second the, the first half was very good they they, they commanded the game they they, they commanded the game they, they got their players involved in a lot of the, the intricate play um, yeah. you were speaking about Saka's goal brilliant Martinelli's assist to, to Nketia that was also phenomenal so yeah in the, in the second half they tailed off a bit and I, it showed when they conceded the, the second they, they conceded um, but yeah, I think it's it's a good it's a good win for them. It's a shame Julian Timber's going to be out for for most of the season now. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I think I think they they're the team to watch as far as Manchester City is concerned and, and retaining their titles. Yeah, is, is concerned.
0: Yeah, interesting one. We'll keep an eye on that. Newcastle emphatic victory at home to Aston Villa. Um, I can't wait to watch their progression this season. To be honest, Tottenham two, Brentford two. Um, Missing Harry Kane, eh?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Missing Harry Kane. <laughs> definitely, definitely. But, you know, I thought I thought they actually didn't play that badly. Uh, sure. Considering that considering that Harry Kane's no longer there, I think the effects of his departure will, will show them, will reveal themselves as the season progresses, if there is to be uh, uh, an effect, uh, an adverse effect. But, yeah, the, James Madison had... A, you were speaking last time about James, yeah. Yeah. James Madison's... Um, Inclusion in the side. I didn't think it would be that immediate, but yeah, he seems to be comfortable already dictating the play. Mm-hmm. They already gave him the armband, so yeah, that that's that's a good indication for him. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that was a result to be expected. I think even if they had Harry Kane, I would have said a draw with Brentford because Brentford are quite a good team. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, as far as Newcastle are concerned, they were crazy. Like mm-hmm. their new signings all oh, hit. Sandro Tonali, he was everything. You know, he was just everywhere, all over the pitch. Um, he was obviously good at AC Milan, but to to translate those performances uh, so quickly into the Premier League against such such good opposition, you know, um, yeah, I think Eddie Howard definitely has a plan uh, for for them. Uh, it's going to be interesting how they see, how they balance that that Champions League and and, and Premier League football. Um, I still have my reservations about that, but yeah, they they've kind of been put in doubt after that performance against Aston Villa. Um, yeah, convincing performance, brilliant win, um, Isaac. Brace, fantastic! Yeah, I think yeah. they're, they're going to be a side, a side to watch for sure. When you say you're not too
0: sure about their, their Champions League um, future, are you talking about the depth of their squad or just their performance in general?
1: Yeah, I think the they're, they're depth of the depth of their squad. You know, um, you know, I think back to last season and they played Manchester United in the Carabao Cup final, and after that, they tailed off a bit for like two, two, three match weeks, and I think that. They might have a hangover like that throughout the season, playing in the Champions League, especially if they progress. I think they will progress out of their group. Obviously, the groups have not been drawn yet, but they seem strong enough to to be able to make it out whatever group they they're going to be in. But yeah, just that squad depth, that that Champions League experience, you know, that no you know that being able to 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 balance the two, um, the Premier League, the Champions League, um, the the quality of their players is is not is not is without doubt is, is, is quality, but you know what happens when uh, Isak is injured what happens when uh, gimarash is injured what happens when a Bachman is injured or a Trippier is injured you know it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see if they can maintain the standards that they've been doing in the Premier League since Eddie Howe's been and still like compete at the highest level in the Champions League uh, it's going to be hard to do from in my, opinion,
0: in my opinion no 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 I 100% agree um, Chelsea Liverpool great game to watch
1: yeah brilliant brilliant <laughs> I think I think it was great that Caicedo didn't join either one of them before the match because Agreed. yeah it, it created for a very frantic game a uh, very up and down game you know for large parts of that for at least the beginning part of that game I thought Liverpool were going to just run away with it the, the way they started that match especially after that the Diaz goal and then Salah's goal was ruled out oh. but after that 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 VAR decision with the with, with the Salah goal I think that's that's when Chelsea started to switch on and mm. you know they became more they got into the game more and eventually they got the equalizer. But I was extremely impressed with Enzo Fernandez. He he was exceptional yeah. in my opinion. Uh, man of the match. Uh, but yeah, I think Chelsea are gonna be they're gonna be in good hands. I think they're definitely gonna do better than they did last season. It's a shame they're gonna be without Reese James now. But yeah, I think if they can get Kaiser if they can get you know, integrated as quick as possible. He will get the best out of uh, Enzo Fernandez because I think Gunnar Gallagher is great, uh, but yeah, he's, he's he's not he's not the, the standard that they need right now, you know. Yeah. So I think yeah, Caicedo's is Um Liverpool
0: also need a holding
1: midfield. I think they're working on that. So yeah, it was a it was a fantastic game. I think these are going to be two exciting teams to watch, especially Liverpool. Like their front six is amazing. So
0: yeah, I, I what. Well said. Well put. I just
2: want to, I just want to jump in there quickly, Kam You, you touched on uh, Casado quite a few times there. What, uh, what did Chelsea get him for? It was like over a hundred and something million, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. British, British, British transfer record. Uh, One hundred and ten.
2: British transfer record. One hundred and ten
1: million pounds. Uh, five plus plus five million in add-ons. So yeah. Now, do you
2: think he is a player worth that amount of money? Like, are there not players out there who are, are world-class, substantially better than him, going going for half of that?
1: Definitely, definitely. Uh, but I think a lot of these days in football, what you buy is potential more than anything. You know, not really proven. Because in an ideal world, um, Casemiro is the player that would have went for $110 million last season if we're talking about... You know quality and what's proven and what we know. You know, but yeah, uh, it's we've gotten to that stage in football where it's like you know what uh, this player, judging from his performances within his club, and with all due respect, Brighton are, are great, but they're not the caliber of of, of club you, you're talking about when you talk about European elites. So I think more than anything, yeah, that's what they're buying. Um, they could have gotten, I'm pretty sure they could have gotten maybe Chuamini for for less, or tried to get Chuamini for less. Um Gimarish for less. Uh or even Rice. Rice went for less. But we've seen how integral these these defensive midfielders are to to, to the way the teams play. And yeah, it's 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 no surprise that you know that they, they're going for these amounts. First it was Enzo, then it was Rice, now it's Caicedo. Um last season Chouameni before that, um Kamavinga before that. So they are they're players I think. That, that they could have gotten for less but yeah I was good he's, he was good in a very good team and I think if if it can translate at a higher level then we'll be looking at it as a bargain most definitely
2: okay and Sean what do you make of that transfer there?
1: yeah fuck. I was just gonna bring up
0: uh, I was so impressed with uh, Ben Chilwell's performance on the left um he's there's something about him hey eh? come on he's just absolutely He's got an engine, it just reminds me of like a sort of James Milner, just, he's got this engine that just does not stop. And I was very, very, very impressed with him on the weekend.
1: Yeah, he was excellent, he was excellent. Uh, yeah, facilitating goal, yeah. like in the box he was good. Uh, opposition box, excuse me, defending, he was good very, very few times. That's my worry with Chelsea, like their best players are like they're attacking, they're their fullbacks and I'm just like, how sustainable is that, you know, like, I'm not sure, like, I'm not sure if that's really good. For the continuity of the team, usually when you think about good teams, like usually the best players are forward players, but yeah, he does everything in the back, uh, up front. So yeah, he 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 almost scored like Salah. His goal got disallowed. Um, Yeah. So yeah, he he was he was exceptional.
0: Yeah, I'm 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 excited to watch Chelsea this season. Actually, if they continue to play like that, that is because um, they have been a little bit boring over the past couple of seasons um, but John let's move on to United I guess uh, not the most convincing of wins but I guess against Wolves Wolves have always been a little stone in their shoe or thorn in their shoe over the past few seasons but a clean sheet for Nane at home um, they would have taken that any day I guess
1: yeah definitely definitely I'm pretty I'm pretty sure United fans would have been hoping for a more convincing win mm. and I know many of them are still not happy about the performance but yeah, I think three points in the bag. That's you you'll definitely take that, especially given um the the, the penalty or what should have been in my opinion, a penalty yeah. at, the, at the end there. Um yeah, Wanana well, just clattered into into the opposition player. But yeah, I guess the ref didn't see anything wrong. And at the end of the day he 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 saved them out because for as much as he did make that mistake, like he, he made some crucial saves towards the end there. Um but yeah, Eric Tenag will be hoping for much more continuity within his team mm. um, I think some of the new players still need to acclimatize to the way that he wants to play and the whole team in general as a matter of fact so the United fans I think should be patient with with Eric Ten Hag and his side mm. and yeah they'll, they'll take those three points going into the next match week for sure
0: yeah absolutely I think they have been patient. Um, and we'll continue to do so, hopefully. But I guess let's move on to the next fixtures. We'll just touch on two, the big ones coming up on Saturday, I think. Man City, Newcastle. I mean, good l***. This this could turn out to be an absolute cracker. Um, Man City at home against Newcastle. Obviously, Newcastle coming off that thrashing, um, and Man City coming off a convincing win as well. Sure, you know, I'm going to go with like a 3-2 Man City here, um, but it's going to be a goodie.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that's that's the most apt scoreline I think could, could come um, from from the game. Uh, mm. Yeah, two, two free-scoring teams we saw this past weekend, uh, what they can do in front of goal. Um, but I'm, I'm I'm interested to see how City are going to, I mean, you'd, you'd watch City more than I do, but just without De Bruyne. I feel like De Bruyne is the only person that understands sure. K, uh, <laughs> Haaland and what, he's try, what he tries to do. Yeah. Um, and because he scored so many of the goals that that, that City got last season, it's going to be tricky. But mm. yeah, um, Newcastle play much more as a team. Uh, mm. Not really that City don't, but you know, they, they, they rely on a couple of players much more than you know I'd say Newcastle yeah. will do but it's going to be a cracker I think uh, you say a win I think maybe a 2-2 draw yeah, uh, it, but I wouldn't put I wouldn't put past uh, City one of
0: course <laughs> you know, interesting it, it, it is going to I think uh, KDB is going to leave a gaping hole there I hope not but uh, time will tell and I guess the other game we have to chat about is uh, potentially Spurs against United Spurs at home coming off a draw and United obviously coming off a 1-0 victory Tottenham without Harry Kane um this could this for me is a 2-2 draw.
1: Oh okay. Okay, okay, for sure. Yeah, I'm not I'm not mad at that. Either. Uh <laughs> it's it's going to be it's going to be definitely free scoring. I, yeah. I I anticipate a stage um watching Tottenham on the weekend against Brentford, you could see there was not really a they they, they weren't really reins on them, you know. Having seen them play under under Jose, under Nuno Espirito Santo, mm-hmm. under Antonio Conte. This is very refreshing to see Spurs like so, so free flowing going forward, or at least trying to be free flowing going forward. And I don't think United, United are gonna want to set a precedent and and to put the Wolves' performance behind them. Um, so it's gonna be free scoring. Um, these games usually are Spurs and United. Mm. Uh, so it's it's gonna be interesting to see. Um, but I just hope Spurs are naive uh, as far as defending is concerned, because for as much as they. They're still have, they still have quality going up front. They, their defence is not really that good in my opinion. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, 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 I think they, they need to manage the game properly and they should be getting a victory. But yeah, I think a draw is, is something I envisage for them too. If, if not a United win.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, we'll be watching that one closely as well. Thank you for your expert opinion there, Camo. Uh, always value that one. Um, and now we move on to Seeking the Socials, where our producer, as we know, goes deep dive into the socials during the week, and we chat about it.
2: Oh, goodness. All right, gentlemen, welcome back to Seeking the Socials, I must say, this week. It's been an interesting one. There's been a lot of drama, a lot of controversy, and uh, that's what we're here for, right? So, Kamogelo, as uh, as I told you last week, we have two options this week, Right. So either I will go ahead and tell you the social media or I let you guys know that I have one from each source and then you choose the social media. So this week, Kamochelo I would like you to choose between Facebook or Twitter and whichever social media you choose, I will provide you with the comment I found most interesting this week. So what are you going for?
1: Uh... Facebook people are always wild, man. So I think let's let's see what they say. Let's see what the Facebook people are saying. You wanna go Facebook? All yeah, right, so sure. th-
2: this one, I mean, I, I had to do a lot of research on personally, and um the more research I did, the more I realized the comment was true and the more my jaw dropped. So I, I hope you guys um have the same reaction. So in 2010, Inter Milan based Wesley Schneider won the treble. UEFA Player of the Year, and he was also the World Cup finalist, grabbing four man-of-the-match performances during that tournament. He also finished as the joint top goalscorer. However, he only managed to rank fourth in the Ballon d'Or rankings, which came as a shock to everyone. Me, personally, I cannot think of a bigger robbery in football, but can you guys name one? (coughs) Wow.
1: Name a bigger robbery? As, as far as the Ballon d'Or is concerned?
2: As far as anything is concerned in terms of football. Like Schneider literally won everything and uh, had a hell of a season. But wow. uh, couldn't quite crack a top three in the Ballon d'Or, let alone win it. Mm. Um, mm. Wow!
1: Uh, a pillar robbery. That one was pretty big. <laughs> but I'm not surprised. I'm not, I'm not surprised. Because I remember watching Inter that season and for as good as he was, like, I think Diego Melito and Samuel Eto they, 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 they did their first year, so, yeah, he, he should have won it, but a bigger robbery than that, I think.
0: Oh, there's got to be, I know the one.
1: Okay, I'll let you, so, you go tell ahead. tell me, first, Sean, what's the
0: one? The biggest robbery or. ever in football has got to be Diego Maradona's hand of God.
1: <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, oh, oh.
2: Okay, no, I like that one. I mean, my mind goes to Lewandowski not getting the Ballon d'Or because of COVID or whatever the the reasoning was. He got like a random trophy (laughs) that (laughs) was like created just for him and I don't think it's ever been won since.
0: Fair enough.
1: I I don't know if this was the biggest robbery, but it definitely, it changed a lot. Uh, The the ghost goal, Lampard's ghost goal um, against Germany at the World Cup. Uh 20, 10, literally yeah yeah. yeah 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 like literally <laughs> like Germany were leading 2-1 and it was just about to be half time and then the goal went in but they say it didn't and then like yeah, the whole complexion of the encounter changes uh, yeah Germany it was miles over the line e- wasn't it exactly yeah exactly but the linesman yeah. didn't see it and then yeah Germany go on to win like 4-1 or like 5-1 and, yeah, it's just terrible yeah Capello like yeah, no, it's just a terrible yeah it was just terrible <laughs>
2: The days before VAR, I mean, VAR is not great now, but it certainly would have uh, overruled that decision back then, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That was a good question, Aiden. Thank you. For once. Sean, <laughs>
2: uh, you know, I, all I want to do is just impress you, Sean. Thank so you. I'm so glad I, I got your gratification.
0: Thank you, sir. I, I appreciate no you. No
2: worries. Gentlemen, that was Seeking the Socials. Next week, we'll be back with more. Have a lovely day further.
0: Thank you, Aiden. Thank you, Aiden. Come on before we check out, but Anything we should be keeping our eyes closely to the ground? Anything that I've left out that you think is worth mentioning?
1: Uh no, not 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 particularly. Um, mm. I
0: guess it's still transfer, eh? It's still transfer window. So we got to keep our eyes. Of course, it.
1: of course, you know, still. So you know, anything silly season, right? Uh, mm. Anything can still happen in the transfer window. Uh, but I think it's I think it's pretty sick that you know. I know they're not playing in the. In the in the in the top leagues of Europe anymore, but I, th- I think still it's pretty remarkable that you know Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi are still doing bits where they are. You know, Messi's still Messi's in the C- league's cup final, and, and Ronaldo just won the Arab Arab Club Champions yeah. Cup. Final. So yeah, still still quite nice to see that you know they're not finished finished. You know, just little no, no. finished. And and
0: and. You know, we haven't actually. Maybe we'll chat about Messi next week, but uh, how he's just absolutely revolutionising or revolutionised MLS in general is just absolutely staggering. It's uh, each home game at Miami is just full of uh, s- superstars and celebs, and it's 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 unbelievable. Um, but we, let's chat on that next week, I guess. And uh, um, that is how we wrap up this episode of the International Newsday. So, whether you have been listening on snl 24com forward slash Sokoladuma. Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Thank you for tuning in. I've been your host, Sean Roberts. And of course, Thank you, my friend. We'll see you same time, same place next week.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Appreciate it. Cheers.